1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 301 980
2: That's how you get to us. Final hour of the big program. We've been talking about Ron Rivera's comment yesterday that, of course, as most coaches would, he's tried to back walk back from a little bit. I think maybe in general more about the fact that they're 15 and 95 since he took over that you know it's been because of the erraticness at quarterback. So and there is truth to that. 100%. And it's five games enough of a referendum on Carson Wentz because by week 11 you got to figure out if this is the dude going forward or not because if you if he plays 70%, you give up a second round pick. So that is that is But that's what you do. That's a big decision.
3: That's what you do if you're at five hundred or even like you're three a game eight. under five. If you're three and eight, that's different. Uh that's gonna infuriate a lot of people. If they if it's yeah, three and eight if, I'm, if, if that's right, the here's scenario. The thing. If here's they're the five thing. and six, Pete, you you gotta roll with Carson. If I'm Ritz. Ron,
2: I go to Dan and T. Week ten. D. And I say – T. I say D. I say D. Come over here. I say D. D and T. D. No, I say D. Those highlights in your hair are looking pretty good, D. (laughs) Okay. But I ask, look, am I coming back next year? Uh Uh-huh. Can you
3: assure me that I'm coming back? Can you
2: assure me that I'm coming back? Because Ron, the GM, wants to have a second-round pick. He doesn't want to give away a second-round pick. So, at that point, Ron, the GM, and Ron, the coach – have to decide. Right. Do we want this guy to be our quarterback in 2023? Cuz it's going to cost us a second round pick if we play him past week 10. Right. So that's that's where the come to Jesus moment for them and this staff to me comes together. Um so I, listen, I, I mean, or does Ron just if Ron knows he's not going to be back does he stick it up the next uh organization's uh, rear end by playing him all the way. Just, oh, by the way, you don't have a second round pick next year. Take that. listen,
3: I mean, uh, that is a very real possibility. By the way, I I did not get to hear uh, Robert on the Junkies because we were just like doing getting ready for our show and whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Robert's on every usually Monday, but I guess travel schedule. Well, I don't know what he said to them, but he tweeted, you and then in bold capital letters. Never do this to your quarterback. The difference between Washington and the rest of the division is coaching. Daniel Jones has a first-time head coach, and they look the best they have in years. Again, bold, capitalized. The Cowboys have gone undefeated with their backup quarterback or QB. Again, bold, capitalized. Coaching matters. Remember, Robert, of course, was famously called out by Jay Gruden in 2014 after the Tampa loss. Jay shouldn't have done what he did. And I know Jay regrets that. Mm-hmm. Jay was a thousand times right in his analysis and in But his there's a way, again, there's a way to handle it. Exactly. Well, that's what, I'm, that's what I keep saying. Ron wanted to criticize Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz deserves to be criticized. And maybe unfairly blamed, but he's the quarterback and he's the guy that they built this thing around. And it's not working right now. No matter what the statistics say, screw the statistics. Stop being number knuckleheads. Look at it with your own eyes and use common sense—something that a lot of people don't like to use.
2: Is there a difference between the Raiders at one and four and Washington at one and four?
3: Yeah, Josh McDaniels and and Dave, whatever his name is, is in year one of their, their of taking over. Ron isn't. That's the difference.
2: Do you know Josh McDaniels won his first six games as a head coach? In Denver, yeah, right. He's only won six cents. Yeah.
3: No, I, listen. I don't think Josh McDaniels is anything special as a head coach. I mean, again, we could talk about two point conversions from now mm. until forever. I, I mean, it was a dumb decision. Just like Brandon Staley made a dumb decision on Friday, on Sunday, and got away with it. And Keenan Allen is calling him out on Twitter. I mean, we haven't even gotten to some of these stories yet. I mean, uh, like these coaches are mind-numbingly stupid. Okay, they are dumb, 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 dumb. And if they live their lives uh, like, you know, some people live their lives by the Bible. Some people live their lives by whatever creed or whatever. If they live their lives by a chart and by an analytics uh, guide or, or, or whatever, then, you know, they get what they deserve.
2: Let's go to line one. The
4: doctor's on the line. What's up, doc? Oh, hey, guys. Hey, uh, Thanks Doc. for taking my call. Thanks for uh, Listen, this, 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 um, Ron is just, I'm sorry. He is, I was going to say the I word, but I shouldn't call anybody that. I don't like him. Um, he definitely, definitely is throwing, uh, Carson Wentz under the bus. And I found it interesting that everybody wants to come to Carson Wentz's, um, uh, rescue, But, you know, when he laughed out loud when J.P. Finley asked him, does he need a quarterback, that's the understatement of the year. And, uh, you know, no one cared what he uh, basically uh, threw um, Heineke under the uh, bus. And um, I find it interesting that he keeps talking about this run that, you know, we could have. We ran four uh, in a row last year. But he doesn't want to admit the quarterback that was there that did that. And then when he said, uh, after he tried to take a back step <laughs> on the quarterback uh, question, he said, well, you know, it's just we have in continuity, no continuity, because, you know, we brought 50, and then he got injured, and then we didn't have anybody. What? You didn't have anybody? You got a guy that won seven and lost eight when he started. The problem with this team, it's always been the problem. They want the trophy quarterback, okay? Looks good on your arm, but has no substance. We didn't want um, Brad Johnson. We had to go to Jeff George, right? We didn't even want, what was that quarterback, Stan? Is that Humphreys, Humphrey's. Or The guy ended up going to, yeah, he ended up going to a Super Bowl with San Diego, right? Okay. We didn't want Rich Gannon. He ended up going to a Super Bowl with Oakland. Okay. We didn't want Trent Green. He ended up being a very good quarterback in this league. Then, you know, we don't want uh, Kirk Cousins. We've got to have RG3 even post injury. Now he's gone. You know, we want Haskins. We keep making bad decisions. Now, Wentz instead of um, Heineke. And speaking of the Daniels guy for Oakland, when he had that run in Denver, Guess who that was with? Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. And people hated it. They couldn't stand it. No, he's not the quarterback. The coach, I think, even got fired after that because he wanted to play him. I don't understand. I don't understand. But I'm telling you, it is not fair to Terry and us fans and John Allen. It's not fair to tank the season to just prove that Wentz might have a good game here and there. We want to win now. And I'm telling you, they're going to manufacture some kind of injury to Wentz. I already saw it. Shoulder. They're going to get Heineke in the game. And for people out there saying play Howell, it's too early for him. You can't do that to him, and you can't do it to the team. We need to win now. and We got a guy who can win us some games. And that's what I'm frustrated about, guys. Appreciate
2: appreciate it. it. Stay in North Carolina line, too. Our man Peter's there on the Odyssey app. What's up, Peter?
5: Hey, I want to remind everybody that the first season Ron had, he took the team to a division win. And And also, he was sick. There was COVID. You didn't have people in meetings. You had half the team in trailer, half the team in the the in the building, and 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 that year we beat Pittsburgh, San Francisco, Dallas twice, Philly twice, and the Giants once. I mean, so he, he's done some good things. In the following year, and not to mention that our quarterback that he brought in, whoever brought uh, uh, Smith in, he got hurt, and then right off the back you bring uh, Fitzpatrick in first game of the year he got hurt this is bad luck this is just basic pure bad luck now ron's made some bad decisions but overall i would give him a c plus with the people he's picked up right now in the last couple years of players and look he 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 has and he was sick last year he had cancer so i was two years really not his okay two years but it's really not his it takes a while to recover no no i understand i understand i got you and then one other thing I want to say, guys, great show. The other thing I want to say, this is really not the tr- true third year for Ron. It's really not. And, and I, I, I want, I don't want to hear about him being fired or, or he's, you know, give the man a chance. And I want to remember one more thing for everybody. It's not how you start off these seasons. There's a lot of teams that are five and zero, four and one. I'll see what happens in week seventeen or eighteen because that that whole situation may change with an injury or two. Great show. Pete. And appreciate it. Thanks, Pete. Under the he didn't get in the end zone. That's where his criticism was pointed at.
2: Yeah. Thanks, Pete. As appreciate old. you. Let's go to line four. Brian's down at White Plains. What's up, Brian?
6: Hey guys, just give me a little bit of runway on this. So Ross Tucker, I believe he used to play for Washington. He, he does some pre he does some pregame for Philly. And he actually did a really good deep dive uh on on us. And he came to the conclusion, unfortunately, we're upside down in terms of roster construction. And what he meant is, nowadays, it's better to have five average offensive linemen without any holes. It doesn't do you any good. He brought up the example. He played with Chris Samuels. Chris Samuels can only block one guy. If the right guard, right tackle aren't good, okay, it doesn't do you any good just to have one really, really good offensive lineman. And the problem with us, he said, is that look on the defensive side of the line, we had are too top heavy, okay, and so the roster is out of balance. Some of that predates, of course, Ron, because I think the Gruden got uh, picked up John Allen, which were which were which were great at the time. But when you come back and look at this, you've got to take a big-picture view here and what's going to translate into wins. You know, he brought up the point, tell me who the other defensive linemen are on the Rams other than Aaron Donald, okay? So on the defensive side, you've got one wrecker. He, he can make a mess of things, right? And you can cover up a lot of holes on the defensive line side. But our, our offense is, line is just so gutted, there's too many holes. We're not even average there. And at some point, you know, as the GM, you've got to be able to look around corners. You know, we took Young over Herbert, okay? That ultimately could come back on run, on whether fairly or not, okay? You know, we've got pain here around. Uh, we took sweat. You know, again, at some point, trade back for more picks. Trade these guys, okay, because right now – the, the, we're we're out of balance on this, and so I thought he ra- you know he just gave a very unbiased viewpoint, and this is not getting fixed this year. That was his big thing. You cannot fix this out of ba- out of balance roster construction, and and you know some of it predates Rod but they, they just didn't look around corners on this and it's just, it's just not good construction period
3: Brian good good serious. call good points uh let you rant uh there well, I, this, I'll just then. quickly I'll just quickly say this mm-hmm. how much longer and he's right the roster isn't built well how much longer do you want them to have to fix it number one and do you have faith that they can fix it
2: that's look the at, question look at it this way we're already seeing rumblings that Teams are calling Carolina about Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. No. You, you have to expect a fire sale probably coming in Carolina right. here because you're going to allow the new coach to rebuild this thing mm-hmm. pretty much from the ground sure. up. Got to start over, Makes quarterback, sense. everything. Makes sense. Okay? At some point, if this continues to trend before the deadline gets here in mm-hmm. a incredibly unfortunate negative direction, do you – Do you move Payne to get some compensation because he's playing excellent football? He would get you something Mm -hmm. of an asset in return, especially if you don't plan on re-signing him. Now, if you do plan on re-signing him, fine. Well, you can always franchise tag him. Right, but I'm just saying, if you plan on keeping him, fine. But if you know that you're probably not going to be willing to go in the stratosphere where he wants to money-wise get an asset for him I don't think they're will,
3: I don't think if they had to make that decision today I don't think they would Today is too early. Well, I know, but but I'm just today, next week, whatever. I don't think the decision would be like, "Hey, we don't want to pay Durant paying Payne 100 million dollars or 100 you know, whatever we like he's having a great year, but we don't want to go there, but we sure as hell can franchise tag him so at least question. we secure his rights for a year and a half.
2: Do you have to get to John Allen money with him?
3: With the way his season is going right now, you might get much more than Jonathan Allen money.
2: Wow, ah, much more might be strong. More, but there could be a team out there. There could be a team out there that might want to go there. Yeah. The question is, would Washington want to go there? I,
3: I don't, I don't think they would. Knowing, you know, again, what then? What do you do with Montez Sweat? Right.
2: Yeah, I mean, got him coming. I mean, I mean, you
3: have you have major questions about these guys, and don't forget, you got to make a Chase Young decision this off season, not this
2: is not next about picking up the fifth year. This is delicious. Yeah. Let's get to line five. AP, what's up, AP? Hey,
7: what's going on, gentlemen? How are you doing?
2: What's Good. up,
3: AP? All
7: right, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say this, man. I First of all, it's very disheartening and embarrassing to see on national TV, all the, you know, NBCs of the world, the ESPNs, and they're just ranting and raving about the NFC East and how the NFC East is back. But, of course, the commanders are left out. You know, we look at how Philly was moving in the offseason, how aggressive they were, you know, just going after talent, and here we are. You know, we're just like that meme, just – do something. We're poking at it. Do something. Come on. Command it. Do something. And then, you know, I'm, I'm just tired of the retreads. I'm tired of Ron being comfortable with his guys. It's not working, Ron. It's not working. You keep getting these retreads. You keep getting this person and that person from the Panthers and, it's, you know, the Marty Hernies and all these guys. It's not working. It is not working and then you're throwing your quarterback under the bus, I don't care what you say. Like, the division and the quarterbacks that we have in it, you look at what really is the difference maker, defense. You look at how the Giants won against Green Bay, defense. You look at how Philly's been winning, defense. You know, you look at how Dallas is winning, defense. Then you look at our defense, McCain, trash. Fuller, trash. I'm sick of it. We are, as fans, are sick. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the retreads. Ron, if you bring in one more Panther, <laughs> I don't care if it's McCaffrey. And he's daggone in, injury prone. I don't want him. And I, we don't need him, obviously. But I'm just tired of it, man. I'm A- sick I'm AP, tired.
2: appreciate it. I'll take DJ Moore, even though we don't need another wide receiver. I would take DJ Moore off the roster. i take Brian Burns. You want to give me Brian Burns? I'll take Brian Burns. Who do I have to give you back? Oh. Mm, that's a tough one. I mean, it's line. a
3: recent first round
2: pick. I know, I'm just saying. I, I take I take though not every Panthers a bad right. football player. I mean,
3: I mean you can't trade FA Obata for uh, Brian no. Burns. No,
2: we can't you trade. Know? We can't trade the the ghost of Troy Apke for you know, Brian <laughs> Burns. That's what. that's what that's what great callers love. They would call up, "Let's trade uh Deami Brown, Cam Sims and uh, David Mayo for you know, DJ Moore or Brian mm-hmm. Burns, they'll make that deal. No, they won't. Let's go to line six. G's in the shop. What's up, G?
3: Uh, hang on. Oop. I think I just killed J. G.
2: G. call back. Chris's fi- Chris's fingers got Sorry. you there, Hoss.
3: Or maybe it was the phone monster. Oh, maybe I, it don't, was. I don't know.
2: Let's go to line seven. Mitch is in New Jersey. What's up, Mitch?
8: Good
2: morning, guys. How we doing? Hey, Mitchie. Hey, the team is
8: not
9: really looking so good, even with the weapons that Carson has. I don't want to see him give a second round pick. I want to see what Sam Howell's got. You have got some good quarterbacks coming out next year and the year following. The sooner the better that you know what Sam Howell is, uh, and then you can make a decision. Because if you're happy with Howell, then you can spend something on maybe you know a good running back, another wide receiver, a good tight end. I know, I know there's a lot of good quarterbacks out there. I'm loving college football.
3: There are a lot of good college quarterbacks, but be buy or beware. Buyer beware. A guy like Will Levis, right, well, looks great. As Pete always says, walk it off the bus. Looks great. Can make every throw. Can also yeah. throw up all over himself on a regular basis, you know. You just got to be careful. You got to be careful.
9: I know. I guess you could say Carson uh, Wentz and Jeff Goff, those teams are eating crow. Well, thanks for taking my call. Bitch, yeah, appreciate you. To some you. degree. Let's go to line eight.
2: Robertson, in Annapolis. What's up, Robert?
9: Well, good morning. Uh, on that caller that supported Rivera by uh, that division title, uh, that was won by default because the other three teams were worse. At one team, Dallas lost its quarterback and fell apart. And another team, the Eagles, they were they were quarterbacked by a guy named Carson Wentz. So uh, that was not really an accomplishment of, of any significance. Um, I don't think he's ever going to be fired. Uh, he's definitely going to be here through this year and next year. Snyder might make a move going into the last year cuz normally you don't want your coach going in, uh, you know, on a lame deck one year remaining on the deal. So something might happen there, but it, he has not proven to be a good uh, uh talent procurer. I, you know, I can't say uh, him on uh, his talent evaluation cuz I don't know how he's evaluated people. I you can just judge him on what he's brought in here. Now, uh, in his first year, he had an opportunity to draft uh, Justin Herbert. Now, it's irrelevant whether you or I or the others thought of Herbert coming out. He's the one being paid to evaluate them. So he failed uh, to evaluate him properly uh, vis-à-vis the selection he did make. And then last year was Jamin Davis, uh, who clearly has not shown to be worthy of where he was selected. So that's where his w- real weakness is. Now, as a head coach, he also hasn't proven to be uh, anything more than an average head coach. Now, most of the, the, the action on the field is really controlled by the coordinators, but he selected the coordinators. So I think you're just stuck with what you got. I mean, you know, you can say he's a likable guy and a courageous guy, and that's all wonderful stuff, but you know what he's not? He's not a winner. And that team is not going to, you know, forget Snyder. The, the owner doesn't really affect, in the long term, yes, but in the short term, the, the day-to-day, game-to-game product. that That's done by the coaching staff and the players themselves. So, you know, you're really just stuck with what you got. And uh, if they lose to the Bears um, – You normally don't want to bring in a young quarterback uh, like Hal uh, in that situation, but you're not going to go anywhere with Wentz. You might even be able to parlay him off on another team for something, and you do have to start making some trades like – Guys like Deron Penn, you could probably get a second-round pick for him. hes I don't think they're going to sign him for a big money. So you really do have to start making, or the team has to start making decisions.
3: Now, so, I, again, you could fun. still franchise tag him. Thank you, Robert. Uh, appreciate it. I mean, you could still franchise tag him. You know, uh, Again, you don't have to make that decision if you don't want to right now. Now, maybe that's kicking the can. Maybe that's Brandon Shervin and I don't know. But, I mean, would you rather just trade him for a – Third or fourth round pick that you can't use until next April and who knows who that's gonna be, or would you rather have Deron Payne for the next year and a half?
2: It's a great question. Line six G's back. What's up, G?
10: Oh yeah, you already know. Everybody missing the whole damn point, man. Shout out my man Paulie, man. But you know how many times I fall on the sword as the head coach at my own house? You know what I'm saying? I ain't nothing without my wife and kids. You know, and I ain't saying I call all the shots in my house neither. You know, me and my wife like the big tuna and Belichick, you know what I'm saying? We like that. <laughs> just like just like your staff. But we when you sitting on the iron throne, man, you gotta eat those bowls of crap, man, to take the blame, man. But nah, Ron, Ron don't do that. He blamed the child. He said the child is the reason. Carlson Wimps. Ron press conference should have said, Thank you, Mike Singletary. Thank you, buddy Ryan. Luke Keekley and especially, thank you, Lord, for Cam Newton, man, because you done had me stealing checks as a head coach for many years. And that's a fact, man. How you always start slow? Like preparation, that's all you. That's all your staff. It's dookie, man. You know, the core fan base, man, we that ain't flown the coop. You know, some flown the coop, but I ain't fly the coop, man. You know what I'm saying? We high IQ. You know it, Pete. You one of the originals. We high IQ sports fans. So don't 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 insult our intelligence, man. Al Davis quote, you know what it is, but man, you can't you can't do what I just seen the video. I ain't just hear the audio, I seen the video. And that's a lot of stuck life living, Ron. And I can't stand by that, man. You should have just came up there like Belichick and said we on to Chicago. You heard? I love you, Pete. Love you, Rooster. C.J., appreciate you, man. man. Thank you,
2: G. And I like that. We're 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 on to Chicago. We got four days to get ready, and we got to win the football game. Right.
3: And listen, just because maybe I disagree with you know some of you guys, Pauly, whatever, gee, doesn't mean you know doesn't mean that you guys don't have points. I mean, Pete and I disagree on things all the time. So
2: three one two three zero zero nine eighty. Final segment of your calls coming. We've Got a lot of lines, so be respectful of everybody. We'll get you all in between now and the dumb dumb of the day right here on the Team Nine Eighty streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Steve Wino joins us tomorrow to preview the NHL season and of course the Capitals getting started with the Boston Bruins tomorrow. Busy first week for Washington. They get Toronto Thursday. Montreal comes in here on Saturday. Mike Matheson's not been skating yet with the Canadians. Lord knows what that team's going to look like again this season. So Capitals coverage starts tomorrow with the Caps and Bruins coming up tomorrow night. So keep it locked in right here. We'll be talking about the Caps and the Bruins and their upcoming season coming up tomorrow. Got a lot of calls to get through here in this segment before we get to the dumb, dumb of the day. We go up to line one Evans in Bethesda. What's up, Evan? Hey, Good morning. So, I'm just a casual fan, and I don't know what I
11: don't know. But when I watch the games, it seems like Ron Rivera is so disengaged. I don't see his mic boom down. I don't see him talking to anyone. I don't see him yelling at anyone. I mean, I think I talk more during the game than he does. What are your thoughts on that? Do I just not know what I don't know?
2: Look, I mean, he – I mean – yeah, is he as animated as Robert Sala was jumping up and down out on the field the other day? No. Uh, but he's he's mumbling on the headset and he's moving around a little bit. He you know, he'll chat with the officials and things of that nature. He just goes about it in a different way. I mean, some coaches some coaches are are, are like that. So but yes, I mean, if you're say if you are observing a lack of animation uh from the head coach, if that's kind of what your point is.
11: Yeah, I would say lack of animation, lack of engagement. But, um, you know, once again, casual fan, so I don't really no, know I, how much. I,
2: I understand. I, 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 Yeah, under, and I understand why you would think that. I, I definitely understand why you would observe that. But I, I trust me, I, I don't think Ron is a zombie uh, just staring out at the field. Let's go to line three, Jeff in Vienna. What's up, Jeff?
11: What's going on, guys? I promise I'm not calling from North Korea. I'm not going to say anything <laughs> about maybe either.
3: So, um,
11: so uh, again, what what is the price on Wentz if there's more than 70% of the plays?
3: It's a second-round pick uh, if it's over 70% of the – I don't know if it's – yeah, I guess it's snaps or plays, or I forget exactly how the language is. And, and how much is Ron's buyout? After this year, it would be approximate, approximately fourteen million dollars, Approximately. Okay,
11: so yeah, right now it would be you
3: know seventeen and seventeen plus minimum. But but that's just that's what I've heard. I don't know that for absolute
2: certain.
11: So, Pete, I agree with you. Depending on the record, those last four games of the season are going to be quite interesting.
2: I mean, if they're three and eight or worse. How can you play him and give up a second round pick? I mean, you just can't. I mean, that's where Ron the GM's got to look at Ron the coach and say, Look, dude, you're you've had three winning seasons in twelve. What's another losing season so we can keep a second round pick?
3: I mean I mean, here here's real quickly the thing. Anybody that thought Ron Rivera was just coming here to be the head coach and, and like would have come here just to be the head coach and to be subservient to somebody else, that was not happening. That was not ha- The reason why Ron Rivera is here is because the commanders, then the Redskins, were the team to pay him what he wanted and to give him full control, something he did not have in Charlotte, and he batted and he battled with Dave Gettleman. He battled with Dave Gettleman constantly. That's why Dave Gettleman, when those stupid rumors about him coming here, was never, ever, ever a thing, ever. He battled with Dave Gettleman all the time. And, you know, you could say, well, you know, <laughs> which one is, is worse? I, I I don't know. But, I mean, I, like, he only came here because he was getting full control. I don't know what his contract says in terms of can you remove that. I That I don't know.
11: Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it, uh, he's not the only one. You know, we had a guy calling Philly special and shovel pass on first and goal from the Two yard line the other night, so <laughs>
6: yeah. um, well
11: there. There's I, a lot of that going around. Right I know, now. but that so, guy got
3: that guy helped you get to a Super Bowl. Ron hasn't been to the Super Bowl in eight years, so
11: and and I understand that. But the the appropriate heat yesterday at Zach's press conference, there were a lot of questions asked about giving up play calling duties, and I assume Ron is you know yesterday he. Did he think before he opened his mouth? I mean, you know, you're kind of on the spot there, and and stuff just kind of flows out, obviously. Yeah,
3: Jeff, appreciate you as always. That that's the problem. I I don't think Ron thought of the the magnitude of the answer. He just, you know, I I think he looked around and said, quarterback is is the position that you have to. Like, I don't think he thought of the ramifications, again, of his answer, number one, which he's apologized for, for whatever it's worth this morning. Number two, Pete, as I said earlier in the show, I don't think he meant it necessarily the way he said it or the way it's being interpreted. I think what he's just talking about is, hey, look, if you can take over an operation like Matt LaFleur did in Green Bay, right? Now, as much of a pain in the ass as Aaron Rodgers is, For the most part, Matt LaFleur has been able to build his roster on offense, defense, and special teams because he doesn't have to worry about the court. Now, they've had plenty of drama with the quarterback, so I can't say it's been worry-free. But Ron's point, I think, is if you have the quarterback in place, if you then can build your roster around it, the problem with that premise, the problem with that theory is, Ron, if that's truly what you believe, If that's truly what you believe, why did you take Chase Young instead of Tua Tunga-Vailoa or Justin Herbert? If that's truly what you believe, if you identified that Dwayne Haskins, rest his soul, was not the guy when you took over, and I know very early on Ron was out on Dwayne, okay, and had no interest in doing the Alex Smith thing. If you truly believe it's about building around the quarterback, which most people do, Pete. Why didn't he take one of the two quarterbacks available at number two or trade down or
2: whatever? Why? I mean, it's a fair question. Yep. If that's what you truly believe. Let's go to line seven. Chris is up next. What's up, Chris.
12: Hey, so a couple things. One, that guy that called in and in of Ron, that was either Ron's brother or possibly a Dallas fan that wants Ron to stay so <laughs> they can win another seven games. The, uh, the, uh, the, the, the thing with this is nobody should be surprised that Ron made a mistake in the press conference. But here's what I think. I think it would be great to, for one of you guys to get a buddy or somebody to get Terry McLaurin out for a couple beers and have him tell you if he prefers Wentz or Heineke's to be in the quarterback. I think that, um, you know, we got all these weapons and Wentz can't get him the ball. Now, part of that's the offensive line. There's no doubt. And and Rivera chose the offensive line. I think the center. This in this last game, he snapped the ball at Wentz's feet. What three times and got at least one penalty, if not two. But that, that all all of it comes back to Ron. And um Ron, you know, it seems like they can't even manage the game from the sideline whether it's the clock or the timeouts or throwing the red bag for a replay they, they can't even do that right um i think that that uh, ron is in the catbird seat cuz he's going to get paid no you know he, he fire me don't fire me but ron ron's going to get paid ron i think is the seventh highest paid coach in the league uh, and obviously he's getting paid for the general manager's job too but but obviously, the, the results aren't there, and uh, there, there's no way to get around the responsibility. Um, I, I, I think that, you know, and everybody hates Heineke. The fans just want excitement. They want to feel like we have an opportunity to win. A blind man can see that, that Wentz, uh, even that long touchdown pass, which was exciting— that ball was not an accurately thrown ball. I mean that the, it was just out there, and the wide receiver. We were fortunate that the wide receiver had broken away. It was it was not there was no that that had nothing re, re, really to do with Wentz except he could throw the ball real far. Heineke last year at the end. I mean, who didn't he have? I don't think McLaurin was in. I don't think that that uh, McKissick was still there. Logan Thomas wasn't there. Heineke can with a with a bad offensive line, he could bring some excitement back and maybe give us an opportunity to win. And I would I would trade arm strength for a guy that can can get the ball underneath to the, these playmakers. Um, a, a, again, a blind man can see that Wentz is not capable. Uh, probably, fifty percent of his throws. I mean, we got guys jumping up and catching the ball, and if they're out of balance. I mean it, 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 Ron was under pressure he made a decision to to he he felt the pressure to get a quarterback and I don't know if he didn't look at any film or 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 what but how did we end up in this situation again Chris, appreciate and- the call appreciate
2: the call we got to move on cuz we got to get to some other people and you keep repeating the same point over and over again uh, I would disagree with you Carson Wentz uh made two terrific throws to Deami Brown Taylor Heineke's balls on those are hanging up there like geese getting ready to get shot by, my God, Joe Step or Steve Walter out in the field <laughs> down in Lothian. Okay? That's the only thing. That So, uh, for all the good things, and look, Heineke, Heineke is a competent NFL quarterback. Okay? But you're, there are certain plays that the skill set those receivers have, he can't utilize as consistently as Carson Wentz. That play to Brown, both of those plays to Brown, are... Examples of where the one flaw in his game is; otherwise, he's got a lot of the other tools that you like. Line one, Jr. You're up next.
8: Hey guys, what's up, man?
3: What's
2: up, Jr.? Hello.
8: Yeah. Hey guys, we got what's you? How are you? Hey, hey, I called y'all a couple of weeks ago, man. Uh, I lit the defensive coordinator, Jack Del I just want to say he's doing a much better job now. Uh, he needs to bench McCain, and maybe move Fuller around a little bit more and disguise his blitz a little better. But other than that, the defense gave us a chance to win two straight days. Just one more point about uh, roughing the passer. That guy had money on that game, man, because there's no the one on Brady, because there's no way you can look at that play and tell anybody that that was pass interference. I give you a quick example. My wife, me and her was in the kitchen, and she saw it, and she say, guys, roughing the passer," and she don't even watch football. She said, "I see them smashing to each other." I say, "No, but the quarterback, you can't, you know, hurt them. You you can't like lay your weight on them or, or hit them in the head." And I like, she say, "The guy just grabbed him around the waist and threw him down." Now, reverse that. They did the same thing to tour, the uh 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 Kalola, what or have you say his name uh the guy that uh for Miami. To to a, to uh, a tongue no of flag on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I man, I'd be all day That's trying to right. say that. But That's what I'm right. saying is they threw they they didn't throw the flag on that one. And that man laid out there uh uh he couldn't even move. So they pick and choose who they want to throw the, but but that guy had money on that uh on that uh on that play man. Because uh that changed that changed a lot of uh, money. That changed a lot of uh money and people right. hands. I appreciate you, the call,
2: but that, to your point, though, that was the point I made earlier. What Jerome Boger or what Carl Cheffers think is roughing the passer, you know, Little Hockley or Brad Allen, you know, they may not think is roughing the passer. There's too much subjectivity into it right now amongst the R's that call games. Anthony's online, too in Largo. What's up, Anthony? Fellas, good
13: morning. How you doing? What's up, Ant? Hey, listen, I've been a Redskins fan, I've been a football team fan, and now I'm a Commanders fan. It's going to be held to the W until I'm old and cold. But I'm going to tell you right now, we are. We don't have the answers. We do not have the answers. We can fix the quarterback, but we're going to struggle on defense. We can fix the defensive line, but now we're not going to have a secondary. For us, as, as a, a franchise, we have never – since 1991, 92, put it together. And, and, and it's, it's baffling sometimes, and it's hard to watch um, because you, you see the things like the, the throw that, that Carson made to uh to Brown. We know what we have the potential of doing, but we have never, as a franchise, put it together. So for all the people that are calling in right now and that want to put it on Wentz, that want to put it on uh, on on Ron, uh, that want to put it on a defense – it's it's the franchise. We we need we need to start over. We need to flip everything. Maybe that starts with Snyder. I don't know. But I I don't have the answers. You don't have the answers. They don't have the answers. We need to start fresh somewhere. We need to bring in someone who can produce a winning culture for us because it's something that we haven't had in a very long time. I look at. Uh, Our draft picks, we've picked up some good guys. I'm not going to say that picking up a DN as a number two overall pick is a bad choice. You look at Von Miller and some of the other guys in the league, those guys are game changers. Absolutely go for it if you think that's the right guy. But overall, we struggle as a franchise, and, and it's going to continue until we bring somebody in that can actually put their foot in and make us win. We need like a Mike Tomlin type guy, and I know he's struggling right now, or somebody that can sit. And hold people accountable, hold themselves accountable, and uh, and help flip this thing around. Um,
6: appreciate you guys appreciate taking my call. Anthony. Thank
2: we you. We stay on Route Two Hundred Two, Bill in Upper Marlboro. You got the last word today. Go ahead, Bill.
6: Uh, hang on. Hey, good afternoon. I just want to talk about defense a little bit. Looking around the league, and even watching the Commanders' defense, I know we've been giving it a lot of issues. But is is the middle linebacker gone out of out of the defenses now? Because it looked like. A lot of defenses are getting torched playing that two linebacker, and it looked like if you got four good linemen, that defense worked. I don't know if they call it the Buffalo Nickel, whatever they call it. But I don't see middle linebackers. Well, I see two f- linebackers. Yeah. Th- th- well, th- well, that,
3: that's because of sub packages. Because most teams play with five defensive backs to match up with eleven personnel, which is three receivers, one tight end, one back. That's why you see that. That's why. Okay. Some teams That's sub out defensive linemen instead of linebackers, but if your strength is your defensive line and your weakness is your linebackers, well, you're going to sub out your linebackers.
6: Right, right. But it looks like, you know, a lot of these games where no lead is safe and teams just going up and down the field and it looks like a lot of these teams are running that looks like 4-5-2, you know, and yeah. the mm-hmm. linebackers are getting killed out there.
2: I mean, just look at last night when the Raiders had to make a big play. You know, Devontae Adams got it for him. Talk about a bad beat in fantasy football in the Team 980 League last night. Mm -hmm. Sabah has Devontae Adams. I'm winning by three points. She's she's messaging. She's like, I'm not going to win. I'm not going to win. I'm like, there's still time, Sabah. There's still time. And then sure enough, boom, they make that big play. And Sabah wins last nice. night because of Devontae Adams. So. Nice.
3: I lost a game last week, real quickly, 149.4 to
2: 133.4.
3: I mean, I scored 133 133- Point four points and still lost by
2: fifty. I've lost a game. Points. I lost a game in one of my leagues, like 116.6 oh, to 116.4. It's, it's crazy. It's just crazy. I mean, it's just a, you talk about bad beats. Yeah. A little yeah. frustrating, you know, yeah. when your team is rolling along. Uh, I am I am I am the Ron Rivera and
3: commanders of the ESPN, uh ESPN, uh well, ESPN.com, Team 980. Fantasy Football League, Russell and Medhurst version. I am one and four. Oh. I am cleaning up the uh The floor. Last night, last week, or I just told you the score last week. This week I lost 80 to 68.5. My guy scored 68.5 points. I suck.
2: I stink. 3012300980. 3012300980. You guys were spectacular today. All eight lines filled for three hours. That's what it's all about when we have a, a day for you like today is where we don't we don't put any roadblocks in your way. We allow you to sound off and get your opinions heard. Coming up tomorrow, Steve Wino joins us to talk hockey. Yes, Capitals. Boston Bruins get going coming up tomorrow night. Busy week for the Caps right away out of the shoot, Boston, Toronto, and then Montreal in town on Saturday. We'll talk about it with Steve Wino coming up tomorrow morning to get the season started. Right now, we've got a look at what's trending. All right,
3: the Commanders with a practice coming up in Ashburn. Normally Tuesday, a player day off. But, of course, because of Thursday night football in Chicago, they will have what amounts to be their only full practice of the day. We'll see if John Dotson is out there. We'll see about Sam Cosme. We'll see about some of the uh, potential injured players and whether or not they'll be able to go today and on Thursday. Of course, if you missed any of our conversation all morning long about Ron Rivera, make sure you hit up the podcast, theteam980.com. Just go to Russell and Medhurst uh, at – Again, the team 980com Matt's got you covered uh, with all three hours. Just give him a second for hour number three. Meanwhile, Pete just mentioned hockey caps opening up against the Boston Bruins tomorrow night. But tonight, the NHL season officially begins uh, with the defending Eastern champions, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Hosting the New York, uh, visiting rather the New York Rangers, and then the Vegas Golden Knights and the L.A. Kings. Baseball playoffs back underway this afternoon with Bryce Harper and the Phillies at the World Champion Atlanta Braves, one o seven for that one. Meanwhile, the N.L. Nightcap is San Diego and the Dodgers just after nine thirty. In between, Seattle at Houston, Cleveland at the Yankees, seven thirty seven Eastern, and that's what's trending.
2: 2300980 Burgundy and Gold today. Linnell Willingham's got you covered coming up. Shout out to Linnell, crushed it with Jeremy Huber on the Georgetown Penn broadcast this weekend on ESPN Plus. I hope they ask him back. Because he did a great job. It's always good to have the same person do it over and over again. A little mm-hmm. continuity in the broadcast mm-hmm. crew.
3: Absolutely. So, it's like getting to work with me every day.
2: It's exactly the right. highlight of your day. There's chemistry. Here.
3: I mean, you got 17 interviews to do after the show, but the highlight of your day.
2: These is three hours right here.
3: Three hours of quality time with Mr. You know me why? and Me and Me and Me. and Because uh, I look forward Barry to this Horowitz segment
2: Jr. right here. It's time for Dum Dumb of the Day on Russell and Menders. Back.
3: Dateline, Colorado, and this, a H slash T to our buddy Ross Rudder, who sent this to me uh, last night and said, hmm. is it scary... That you're the person that I thought of when I saw this
2: story. Now, this is concerning because I was just in Colorado. So maybe yes. maybe this could be about me. Somehow I don't think so. Okay.
3: All right. Dateline, Colorado. Colorado woman, 22 years old,
2: named Lauren Marie Dooley charges. That's good. I was not in the company of someone named Laura while I was in Colorado.
3: Right. Uh, what happened was here, what we have here is... She had a date a, with a 21-year-old young man inside her apartment in Colorado Springs. Now, so how she
2: did, swiped right.
3: Well, she did. I was going to say, she met on Tinder, okay, proceeded to <clears throat> provide him with oral services, mm. okay? She <clears throat> talked a lot. Then... <laughs> Not those kind. Not those kind of services. (laughs) So. Do you like me? Then, after performing those uh, services, she allegedly, we have to use allegedly, brought out a roll of duct tape and bound. His feet and hands, which the victim allegedly agreed to. Do you want to get kicking? He found it odd, but consented to it according to the affidavit. So then what happened is the 21-year-old alleged victim was told to get into Miss Dooley's bed. Bound and taped, of course, ankles, foot. And she, instead of climbing into bed... She grabs a kitchen knife and climbs on top of him after he gets in bed and starts butchering him. Whoa, what? In the shoulder. Carving him up after she performed services, after she swiped right. Then she allegedly choked him, repeatedly checking his neck for a pulse. Okay. I get, for apparently that. 20 seconds with both of her hands around his neck. Then she tried to get a belt and wrap it around the victim's neck. The alleged victim. She, she tightened excretion. the belt. Yeah, she tightened the belt for another 20 seconds or so. Once again, checking for a pulse. But then it gets weirder. I'm sorry, I'm going to blow the clock. She got bored. Oh, wait. No, I, I said blow the clock. <laughs> I, I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure I'm clear you here. said the right thing. Then Miss Dooley said, you know what? I'm hungry again. <laughs> <laughs> so what did she do? She ordered DoorDash.
2: Did my guy Russ Adams come to the door? He's a door dash extraordinaire.
3: And threatened to kill her bound still date who's got blood coming out of his shoulder because she stabbed and butchered him in the shoulder. Are you
2: sure it wasn't some ketchup from the cheeseburger? According
3: to the affidavit it was not ketchup I don't think. According to the affidavit she ate her food then got back in bed with the victim. How you doing honey? Let's That's not exactly what he said or she said, but maybe. Then, how did he escape and file charges after climbing into bed with him, after eating her food, after performing other duties? She fell asleep, and he escaped. <laughs> Hello, my man. Our guy Ross Roto sending Blake that story. Sagan's
1: skills,
3: one of our best. She
2: started counting sheep, and he said, it's time to go. (laughs) Usually, it's the woman you kick out. So if you had
3: the 22-year-old victim, uh, perpetrator, alleged perpetrator, uh, Lauren Marie Dooley, in the words of the great Warner Wolf, you blew it! Literally. Spectacular. Spectacular. Remember Warner Wolf, all you youngsters out there?
2: Think twice before you you swipe
3: right. If you had the Commanders, plus (laughs) 23
2: in the second quarter against Philadelphia, you blew it. If you had Lauren Marie, whatever the hell her name is, and you swiped right. Not Vince Dooley. You blew it. Speaking of Vince Dooley, a little under the weather down in Georgia. Hope he feels better soon, the former Mm -hmm. Georgia head football coach. That'll do it for us burgundy and gold today we urge you to swipe right on lanell willingham he's got you covered over the next three hours right here on the team 980 and streaming live for free on the odyssey app
4: baseball is back and so is mlb.tv watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere anytime all season long follow the action live or on demand